0: Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference.
1: Today we're going to be in Matthew 14, verses 13 through 21. Jesus feeds the 5,000, and that's only counting the men. There are women and children as well. Could have been as many as 10,000. Before we get to that, you remember yesterday we talked about this historical flashback where they recounted the beheading of John the Baptist, and it ends with Jesus being told something. There's a question, what did the disciples tell Jesus? Because verse 13 in today's section starts out, now when he heard this, when he heard heard what? When he heard that John was dead? Probably not, because that happened a while ago. Actually, what Jesus heard was that Herod was asking about him and thinking that John the Baptist had been raised from the dead, and that's who Jesus was doing these miracles in the power of. There's some interesting interpretive discussion around verse 12 and 13. You can look into that yourself deeper. I'm just scratching the surface to pique your interest on that. Let's keep going. Now, when Jesus heard this, he withdrew from there in a boat to a desolate place by himself. But when the crowd heard it, they followed him on foot from towns. When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd and he had compassion on them and healed their sick. Now when it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, this is a desolate place and the day is now over. Send the crowds away to go into villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said, they need not go away. You give them something to eat. They said to him, we have only five loaves here and two fish. And he said, bring them here. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass and taking the five loaves and two fish, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing. Then he broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the crowds and they all ate and were satisfied. And they took up 12 baskets full of broken pieces left over. And those who ate were about 5,000 men besides women and children. It's the only miracle that is recorded in all four gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And there are some interesting things that we observe here. First of all, they're in a desolate place without food. This recalls the Israelites being in the wilderness. You remember they walked around in the wilderness after God led Moses and the Israelites out of Egypt through the Red Sea away from Pharaoh and slavery in Egypt, and then they wandered around in the desert for 40 years, and among many things, they didn't have food, and God provided for them manna from heaven each day, and later on quail. Here you have Jesus who is providing them in a desolate place with food miraculously, so as to suggest that Jesus is a new and a better Moses. Another detail that shouldn't be lost on us is that after he multiplies the bread and the fish, he gives it to the disciples to give to the people. He doesn't just give it directly to the people. And this kind of gives us an indication of how the gospel message is supposed to go forward, how the ministry of the kingdom is supposed to advance. That is that Jesus is going to deploy his disciples to go be his ambassadors and his distributors of the message of forgiveness, the message of redemption, the message of salvation. That's true today. Obviously if the Holy Spirit of God wanted to convince everybody who was to be saved that the gospel was true, he could do it with the snap of a finger. But God has decided that he would entrust mere mortals, men and women like you and me, to deliver that message to the people who need it. Finally, we can't miss the fact that Jesus is doing far more than what anyone thought was remotely possible with the simple resources that they had available. The disciples said, we only have five loaves and two fish, and Jesus turns it into enough food to feed and satisfy maybe up to 10,000 people. And there's food left over. This reveals the heart of God, a God who is abundant and lavish and blesses us beyond our comprehension. Sometimes we think of God up in heaven as this stern and critical judge waiting for us to sin so he can smack us down. And make no mistake, sin is real and it must be punished. But this is a God who's full of compassion and grace and willing to pour out more blessing on us than we could even think we deserve. My youngest daughter turned eight years old last weekend. On a whim, I took her to the farm store and intended to have her pick out a Schleich farm animal, a little rubber toy. She likes to do these farm settings and play with these horses and cows and different animals. We went to the display and I said, Judah, you get to pick one of these out. And she was struggling with a difficult decision between three different horses that she liked a lot. And I let her kind of struggle with that a little bit. Asked her what she was thinking, which one she liked better. Kind of get in the process of her decision making, which one she's going to choose. At the end of it, I asked her if we ought to just buy all three. She looked at me like I couldn't be serious. I just nodded and said, yeah, let's get them. And then on the way home, I tried to teach her that this is how God is. Now, I'm not trying to make myself into God. Far from it. But one of the important roles of an earthly father is to reveal the heart of God to our kids. And there's one opportunity that I had to do it. This is how God is, Judah. Not only did you not think you were going to get one horse today and you were surprised by the opportunity to go to the store and pick up one of those, but we left with three. And sometimes God gives us things that we don't want or that don't feel good. But in every case, he's giving us what we need and what he knows is best for us. And many times it's way, way, way beyond what we could ever ask or imagine. That's what these people in this field who were fed by this miraculous multiplication of loaves and fish experienced that day. Lord, help us to see you for who you are as a benevolent provider who lavishes blessings on us that we don't deserve. And Lord, help us to be more effective as we distribute the message of your goodness and your grace, your love, your trust, to others who need it amen
0: the daily dose is a podcast of christian crusaders radio and internet ministry please subscribe to this podcast leave a five-star rating and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at ChristianCrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast which airs on stations around the world and where you can listen to our conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting christians we also want to highlight two ministry partners